Oh. That was his nature uh, throughout. When Lord Chaitanya tests the Lord Nityananda, why do you associate with Nityananda? Why do you risk um, the reputation of your good family and prestige as a respectable Brahmin associating with this Abhidut? And someone's pretending. his simplicity, his sincerity. Says, give the mercy to this devotee. You got me. Because Lord Chaitanya said that uh, he been purchased by Srivas. We know that Srivas is a Narada Muni. Incarnation. Someone was saying, mentioned they on the uh, Parikrama how the Narada Muni is very clever. He tricked the Kamsa into killing the children of Devaki quickly so that uh, there would be have many children. So Krishna would quickly come, killing him, you know, these demigods are not very tricky. They say the eighth child, but what are they counting from? If you count from the first, it's the eighth, but what if you count from the last, it could be the first? And what if you count from the middle? And like this, you use some, I mean, Narada Muni uses a word generally, and Kamsa. Uh, and they told them, you know, I heard all the demigods are taking birth in uh, Vishni and Ocha dynasty and around uh, this and that place. So it looks like uh, Vishnu is coming. So then comes Amili when he killed the Chasolai. Alright, to get Krishna to come into the world quicker, he used all kinds of things. So here it's a totally, although it's not me, but Srivas is uh, it's kind of almost the opposite of Krishna was already there at this time. He was playing the part of Mahavishnu. But now Lord Chaitanya was a youthful, divine pundit. He was arguing with everyone. He avoided arguing with uh, Shivas. He didn't argue with the feet Shivas. He'd rather go and touch the feet of Shivas. As a young Brahmin, he touched Shivas with that's just he take the best thing. And Shiva said, Why do you waste your time and all this argumentation and debate? Why don't you preach the glories of Krishna? Why don't you preach the Bhagavad Dharma? But then Lord Chaitanya said, well, I haven't found my guru yet. 
when I am initiated and then uh, when I find my Guru and I get initiated, then, then I'll be able to preach. No, I don't have a Guru, so what will I preach? So he gave an indication that the time would come. Now we're celebrating the 500th anniversary of Lord Chaitanya's initiation. That's why after the festival that uh, devotees are uh, just Bhakti Prashitama is also arranging a tour to Kanainachala uh, and Safari is going there. We're going all, all the way over to Patna and then to Naya following the route that Lord Chaitanya took. To where he got initiated in Gaya. But this is our Puri Maharaj. This our Puri visited the house of Jagannath Mishra and Sachimata. His travels, he visited Navadweep, the center of learning. So he was a guest there. He, uh, Mr. was discussing about Krishna conscious philosophy with. He stayed for some days with them as their guests. The children would listen while the elders were discussing having Haripata. He was a known person. The Jagannath Mishra passed away and after about a year then uh, Lord Chaitanya wanted to go to do Kitti, to do the special Swat Kitti ceremony that's done in Gaya, in the Vishnupati temple. So, when Lord Chaitanya got there, He heard Ishwar Puri was visiting there. There's a place uh, called Jangabadi in Gaya. That's where Ishwar Puri was staying. The place is uh, still known. Go and visit that place. That's where Lord Chaitanya fell at the feet of Ishwar Puri and begged him. For initiation. Ishwar Puri was very humble. He said, Well, how can I initiate What is my qualification? Lord Chaitanya insisted that if I don't get initiated, how will I cross over the ocean of birth and death? There's no guarantee if you're not initiated that you cross over the ocean of birth and death. Don't initiate me, then I don't know whether how can I even sustain my life. So he fell at his feet and thanked him. Actually, that's the tradition. 
disciples are leading her to the So then finally he saw Puri, he decided to do the same thing. In those days there was no email. No telephones. You get initiated by your guru and it's like you may not see the guru receive the mantra from bona fide guru and get the primary instruction. First, in the case of Lord Chaitanya, he knew everything from him. It's a question of awakening. He had said he would be awakened once he was initiated, so he's not a good example for him. That he took the bona fide initiation and the bona fide After he was initiated, then he changed. Then, from the my pundit uh, argumentative scholar, he became Gora Hari. Gora Hari! Gora Hari! Gora Hari! So inspired after his initiation, he was chanting and dancing in ecstasy. In the temple of uh, Gaia, spinning around in ecstasy, people gathered to watch him. He wasn't even aware that people were watching him by looks of the huge crowd. Uh, people self conscious and Himself. And he went and he was worshipping the Lord's feet of Vishnu. So there's a ceremony called this Pinti ceremony, you have to offer different things. One of the things is offering a plate of boga. That prasada is offered to the forefathers. Another thing is you offer abhishek. So when Lord Chaitanya was personally offering the milk, the yogurt, the ghee, the honey, the sugar water, the pancha abhishek to the lotus feet, doing that personal direct service to the Lord. He started to really feel so much love for, for Krishna. Tears are pouring from his eyes. So that was doing some direct service to the bigger effect on him. So,
got so inspired, he felt so much separation of Krishna that after he finished his duties, he ran out of that temple saying, I'm going to Vrindavan, I'm going to Vrindavan. Vrindavan Biharilal Bhagavan Sri Krishna Ki Vrindavan Biharilal Bhagavan Sri Krishna Ki I'm going to Vrindavan He ran across the river And there was this voice from the sky that said Wait It's not time to go to Vrindavan yet You have to go back to Other two you can start the Sankirtan movement. He was jumping the gun. Was it in the script? 24 years he has to spend as a Grihasta. Then he takes sannyas and then eventually goes to Vrindavan. So it was too early. So then he uh, went back to Patna, to Kanainath Shala. Kanainath Shala followed the Ganges down back to Navadvi. We talked in the Prikrama how he manifested his ecstasies and the Shivas. He agreed to, or rather suggested, offer his garden as a place to do kirtan. That's how the kirtan began in Shivas. They should make the sitting place bigger, she was. So many devotees were chanting and dancing, there must have been more space in the day of Instead they're growing spinach and big plants. So, we squeezed in the thousand people. So Lord Chaitanya was, uh, I mean, different kinds of kirtan, slow, fast, pretty ecstatic kirtan. We talked in the program about <coughs> the son of Shiva's passing away. About the mother-in-law listening to the kirtan. <clears throat> They showed the drama of Chapal Gopal. Nobody who stayed up to watch it. There was this brahmachari that came from the forest, and he asked Srivas if he could hear the, the participate in the kirtan. It must have been a pretty famous thing if some yogi just came from the forest and must have been the talk of the town. So he heard about it, he wanted to know. Was he got mad, he had mad in here, and a mandalu and his tanda wore bark of a tree. That's his clothing. But Srivas has been through this situation with his mother-in-law. He wasn't exactly a bhakti yogi. 
was a stucca yogi, so they said, well, I don't think I can let you join the kirtan. Maybe you can share a brahmachari and watch it from my house window. She was in the window, in the house watching from the window. Lord Chaitanya and the devotees gathered. In those days, the kirtans were very private, very, very secluded. Because the, the public kirtan was getting so much flack, so much obstruction from the caste brahmins. It was uh, uh, difficult. So initially they had this uh, private kirtan. So they have each other as mentioned in the word of Many people criticized and speculated. There was this only selected people allowed to come. So the kirtan started and they were chanting. Brahmachari in the house watching the kirtan. Then Lord Chaitanya so we'll bring this Brahmachari. Who is this Brahmachari? They bring out, he comes strutting a bit with his danda and kamandalu and his uh, bark clothing man and hair and uh, what Chaitanya said, well, who are you? He said, I'm so and so Brahmachari. He said, what do you do? I do Astanga Yoga. I live in the forest. I live on fruits and roots, berries, leaves. I'm very austere. Okay, then what are you doing here in uh, Abba Dream Town? It's like coming to New York City or something. What are you doing? Maybe not that bad, but I mean, uh, something relatively like that. So I mean, 
What are you doing here? What's the point? Obviously, you're not happy doing your meditation. You want to come here and have people worship you and feed you something good, maybe. You're not ready to join this group. These people, although they may be grihastas, they, they may appear like worldly people, but they're so much attached to Krishna. They're only chanting as they want to please Krishna. But you don't have that idea. Whatever you're doing is for yourself, it's not for Krishna. So then, so you're not qualified to be here. Show him the door. He was put outside. Then they started the kirtan again. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Krishna Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Kirtan was going on inside. The Brahmana, Yogi, Brahmachari, he was seated outside and he was thinking, I really got smashed. My false ego was crumpled, smashed. But whatever Lord Chaitanya said, it was true. Whatever Goranga said, it's true. I am not happy sitting in the forest meditating. I saw that those people who were chanting Hare Krishna, they were really detached. They're really absorbed in their meditation, much more than I am, for all my austerity. What I don't understand is how is it that I was allowed, in spite of being such a fallen person, to see the kirtan of Goranga. <laughs> Even for a half hour I could watch them do kirtan. I was so blessed. And then, even I'm not qualified, I have no qualification at all. Then he was crying. Crying in humility and the appreciation of the mercy of Lord Goranga. And inside the kirtan was going on. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Hare Hare.
Chaitanya said, where is that Brahmana, that Brahmachari? My Lord, he's outside. Yes, I know. Bring him in. Now he's qualified to join the Kirtan. Adi Gishta, Adi Gishta, 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 Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. But from that last pastime, we can learn so much. Lord Chaitanya gives his mercy to those who are humble, who are respectful of the Vaishnavas. The same person who got rejected from the inner kirtan because of being very proud by a little deeper appreciation of the devotees became qualified for Lord Chaitanya's mercy became more eligible. Lord Chaitanya promises that he won't give his mercy to those who are very proud and think that they deserve it. This concept, somebody asks you, what does it mean, causeless mercy? Have you ever heard the word causeless mercy? Someone asks, what does that mean, causeless mercy? Because, Let's say somebody works at their job and they have their work for many years, they get a promotion. I mean, it's not like it causes more, they deserve a promotion I and mean, they should get a promotion. They work for it. They, people do pujas and things. Uh, there's uh, some sacrifices you do and said that a result of the sacrifice is like this. So it's kind of a predetermined mercy that you're going to get. But what Lord Chaitanya is giving is so valuable, it's so wonderful. And what we are paying for is just a token. We are just beggars. Begging for the mercy. The only qualification, like Naratam Das Thakur said, if you are Petit Pava, you want to deliver all the fallen souls. It's your mercy. You are the most merciful. And I am a very unqualified person or most unqualified. Therefore, I am eligible for your mercy. I, I, I can get it because you want to give the mercy to the fallen and while well, I am the most fallen. But that's not a qualification, that's not a normal qualification, that's, that's just because Lord Chaitanya is so merciful. There's nothing to be proud about, eh? and maybe once I told Shri Prabhupada, Shri Prabhupada, have your mercy on me. You're Patipava, you're the, the, the most merciful, and I'm the most fallen. Maybe I didn't have the right attitude or something, I don't know what I said. Then Prabhupada told me, you are not the most anything. So you can't get proud, I'm the most fallen. 
Sincerely, we had to be humble, and we had to. It's not, I mean, I can't talk too much on that because I don't think I would change that. Yeah, that's really what the acharyas are showing us that that Brahma, that the Brahmachari yogi, he sincerely felt unqualified, and he felt mercy. That's the kind of feeling we had to achieve. We are getting mercy more than what we deserve. That's why it's costly. We don't deserve to be in this association of so many nice Vaishnavas. We don't deserve to get so much nice Mahaprasada. Deserve to change. All this is by mercy of Guru and Goranga. If we appreciate how wonderful it is, normally people that don't take it very serious and how great a benediction it is to be a devotee of Krishna. You can do all kinds of good karmas. What do you get? So if you live a hundred lifetimes of perfect Varnashram Dharma, you can become a Brahman. In Kali Yuga, what is there even a Varnashram Dharma is practically non-existent, just the name only. Who is doing perfect Varnashram Dharma? We're just speaking of a hundred births. Do all kinds of asumi yagyas and everything, but eventually become a indra. But none of these punya karmas can bring you back to Godhead either. Or somebody by chanting Hare Krishna, by serving Krishna, says bhukti bhukti, material success and spiritual liberation. They're like maidservants waiting to do any service with folded hands. Yes, Master, what can we do for you? But the devotee doesn't want. The devotee doesn't want to turn in his or her credits for some temporary material things or even for liberation. Yesterday in the Prakramaha, we went to Kolavicha Sridhar. Again, Lord Chaitanya offered Kolavicha Sridhar liberation. He said, no, no. That's the worst thing. That's the worst thing. If I get liberation marching into the Joe, then I'll lose all the chance I have to serve you, to be with you. I never want that. It's worse than hell. At least in hell I have a chance to get back at your lotus But the devotees, they don't want all these things. So getting the association of Krishna, getting the service of Krishna is such a great thing. It's inconceivably great. And we are getting that by the mercy of Lord Chaitanya. We should all be actually crying like the Brahmachari uh, yogi. How is it possible that we got this mercy, that we're getting this mercy? And if we have that kind of appreciation, maybe we'll be more careful not to lose it. So we don't have that kind of deep appreciation. Sometimes Maya can trick us, just like a little child. You give a little child some jewel. Doesn't know it's worth a million dollars. They start to want to eat it or something. Just like if the child holding a hundred rupee bill, 
You get one candy here, give me, take the candy, take the, what's the use of this paper, it doesn't taste good. I'll take the candy. She gives a hundred dollars, a hundred rupees, or whatever. Like that, sometimes we're getting the jewel of Krishna Bhakti, the treasure of Krishna Bhakti, we give it up. Because Maya is offering us some little candy kind of uh, distractive thing. We, and it looks attractive. We think, oh, that'll make me happy. We give up something which is so valuable that it's a priceless treasure. You have to tell the magic words. No. I want Krishna! Was that here this yogi is a big renunciate living off leaves in the forest? But Lord Chaitanya said, All these grihastas, uh, very humbly for us, sannyasis, to hear this, to say this. Most of the devotees, it was only uh, Suklambar Brahmachari, was only Brahmachari, most of them were grihastas. In Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Sankirtan, a little later, there were some students, a lot of students, but at that time, they were grihastas, but they are fully qualified. It shows us the importance of yukta vairagya, engaging everything that you have in the service of Krishna. That's the way in this Kali Yuga of practicing God consciousness. We're not promoting that people should become, you know, great renounced yogis or something. Rather, they should just chant Hare Krishna and do all the normal things they would do in their house, but do it for Krishna. And do some preaching for Krishna, support the preaching effort. Shivas was a Grihastha. What did he do in the nighttime in his house? He had kirtans. How many of you Grihastas have kirtans in your house? You know, Sudevi does. You're not raising your hand. She's in the Middle East where it's, if the neighbors complain, she lose, you know, so much problem. But still she does quietly kirtan. Not sometimes, not so quiet. I get afraid. The Shivas, Advaita Acharya, their Grihasas, they did regular kirtans in their house. So that's what Grihasas can do, preach from their house. So anyway, I better end here because tonight I heard the Didi uh, procession was cancelled last night because of stormy weather. So the guy is getting late. So today we talked a little about Shiva. Huh? Yeah, but by the time everybody gets to Prasad, there's always some people want to talk to me. Any questions also? No time for questions. Hey, Mother Lisa Prabhu!
Normally we won't entertain a question off the topic. But because it's from such a dear God brother like you, we will bend the rules. If it was someone not so senior, I would say, you know, stick to the point. But uh, we went there on a parikrama. We missed you. You missed your kirtans on the parikrama. <laughs> and uh, that whole side of the river, other side is called Kuliapat. And there's a place, Dwija uh, Vidya Vachaspati, the brother of uh, Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya, he has a house on that side of the river. So when Lord Chaitanya took sannyas, and then he traveled, went to South, and he wanted to go to Vrindavan. One time he went on the route via Bengal to Ramkeli, Rainachala, then he came back. So either going or coming, one time he stopped on the other side of the river in Kulia. This is Navadri. Where we are is the real Navadri, the ancient Navadri. And what's Navadri today is Kulia. Kulia or Koladri. So when he, he called the Lord Chaitanya and snuck in his house, I thought he snuck in the house, told him to bring Mother Sachi. So Mother Sachi said, don't tell anybody I'm here. But somebody spotted him. And the word got out through the whole town that Goranga is in Kulia. So said that it says in Chaitanya Bhagavad, there were ladies that were cooking the milk and the fire, and they, Goranga's back! They just dropped the cooking and just ran. Where is it when it's seen? Ladies were breastfeeding their babies. Goranga's back! You know, they just ran, let them, you know, the baby was crying. Men were putting out their dhoti and they go run guys back! They're running down the street, you know, trying to, I don't know how you put a dhoti on running, but you know. Everybody just went mad. See Goranga. They ran to the bathing god and there were some boats there. They started jumping in the boat to say, take me on the other side, but so many people got in the boat that then the boat men said, wait, 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 stop, go, go, the boat sunk. So what's wrong with you people? You're crazy, sunk my boat. Go around his back. Say, what? He jumped in the river and started swimming across. He's over there, all right. And they all risked their life in the current and were swimming across. So that day the Ganges became black. There's so many heads of people, thousands and thousands of people swimming across. All you could see was their hair and the Ganges. When they got over the Kulia to the house of Vachaspati, uh, there was such a huge, thousands and thousands of people. Go Ranga, 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 If you don't go out and see, there's such a big crush of people that break in my house down. The garden's already gone. And next thing, there's a you know, bamboo house that's knocked the whole thing over. I know where else to live. You better go and show yourself to them. So then he came out and revealed himself, and everybody paid their obeisances. That's what I know, the big rush. What are you talking about? Go, Ranga! Go, Ranga! 
all the people that had seen Lord Govardhan and taken him for granted when he left, they were like half dead. When he came back, it's like they all came back to life. They all wanted to go and see Gauranga. Any question on the theme tonight, Shiva's Thakur? Adwaita Harim. Bhakti Siddhanta Maharaj. Somebody's been around and over the years he's got so many positions, so much pratishta. <laughs> so these lizards, when they make that sound, it's the confirmation that whatever he said is true. Something like that, but there's a whole science to it. But. They're supposed to be Brahmins that didn't make it, so they, they got reincarnated as lizards. So to say the truth. <laughs> right on, right on. Sometimes Prabhupada is speaking in his road and he says, see, confirm. Prabhupada didn't need a confirmation. Whatever he said was absolutely true that he had <laughs> some dramatic flavor to the whole thing. That's, I mean, we can see how it's very easy to fall into that kind of thing. I'm a Sankirtan leader, I distribute some of the books, I'm the head pujari, I'm the. I'm the I'm the president, I'm this, and I'm the TBC, or any position we get. And it's very easy that we could then think, you know, you know, this time take it for granted that I should get all the mercy in the world because who deserves it more than me. And that obviously isn't the right attitude. And when we would serve Srila Prabhupada, he would regularly humble us. The bigger position you have, right, the more you can humble. That's something that uh, when your spiritual master is present or some senior devotee, then you have that's actually a blessing because by serving up your devotee, you get humble. Because whether he says anything or doesn't, but your own insufficiencies get revealed despite the inadequacies of your service. So when spiritual masters are there, then how do you get that kind of situations you put in, they also reveal to you that your, your own weaknesses, you have to be, you have to learn it for yourself, see those different tests as lessons of humility that we have to learn. That's why the prayer we sing every morning, the Shikrishna Chaitanya prayer for the morning, it's such a, that, that really has a proper attitude. We should be very humble. We may have whatever service, whatever responsibility, but that doesn't mean that uh, the 
way we're going to get the mercy is just by being very humble. Begging for it. Not thinking, not just expecting to get it. I got into so many classes uh, years ago and uh, thought that I know I, I know what I can what I can say and, and I didn't make a humble prayer and just thought I would laugh and I would my mind would be blank. I don't know what to say. Everybody needed that. Just uh, over the years, we realized that we just had to dedicate ourselves to be an instrument in the hands of the Lord. As soon as we think that we're the door, we can do it right. We're, we're setting ourselves up to get a royal smash. And the more that we can just completely depend on Krishna and act as an instrument in Krishna's hand. That's, that's the kind of training that we have to do to our minds. Like the Pandavas, whenever they were in difficulty, what did they think about? Even though they were the most powerful people on earth, they never thought that they could handle the problem themselves. They always thought they needed help Krishna's help. Bhima is stronger than 10,000 elephants. Arjuna is the greatest archer. But he always thought that Krishna, we need your help. He acted as an instrument in Krishna's hand. Who are we? We're neither, you know, Bhimas or Arjunas or any great personalities. Just human human beings with limited capacity. But if somehow we can get, even with them, they were so powerful, they only thought to take shelter of Krishna. What about us? What other hope do we have? In material life, you can sometimes get two things just by your good karma. But in spiritual life, we have to be having the mercy of the Lord. Yeah, one last question. <laughs> Even in the mind who just pushes up the false ego. That demon takes over the humility and your false identification. Krishna is the killer of demons, right? When you realize that this is the demon, you can pray to Krishna, please kill it. Even we learned on Parikrama that Shiva is in charge of the false ego. Even someone, if they do want to pray to Shiva, they can pray to him to remove the ego which takes us away from serving Krishna and give us the real ego as a devotee of Parichi Das is here. Uh, 
finalized uh, the safari program this year. Thank you for watching our videos. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. We publish new videos every day. And don't forget to like and share our channel.